This morning, uh, Kim has read our passage, which comes from Romans chapter 12. I have to be honest, if you've been at Fitzroy over the past year, you'll know that we have been working our way through John's gospel, which came to an end last week. And there was a sense of panic that entered my soul because I thought, oh, each week we were just moving from one section to the next, and now I have to pick, as it were, a passage of Scripture for us to reflect upon. And as I pondered about it during the week, I thought about Romans chapter 12. Because three years ago when I joined Fitzroy as your summer assistant, this was the very first passage of Scripture that we read together as a staff at a staff meeting devotion. And it speaks to us today of who we are, what we are, and who we are called to be. So this Sunday and next, Steve and I will just be picking um, pick passages of Scripture from God's leading to reflect upon before we begin our next series in the autumn. So we turn to Romans chapter 12. And this morning I want this to be a little bit more interactive than it normally is because normally I stand here and talk for 20 plus minutes and you sit there in silence, maybe the occasional giggle at some joke that I thought was funny and you feel sorry for me so you laugh because you don't want me to think that I'm making a fool out of myself. But this morning we're going to engage a little bit more. So the first opportunity for you to engage is right in this very moment. I want to ask you, when you were a child, did you have a favorite game to play when you were growing up? Now, don't be shy. This is Fitzroy. We're all nice to each other. Anybody have a favorite game growing up, or did you just not play anything? Skipping. Skipping. Thank you. Did anybody else have a favorite game, or who else's favorite game was skipping? Hands up. Nobody else. Oh, one more skipper. There we go. If we need a Commonwealth team, we've got the skipping doubles. What? They're all too young for skipping. I don't know. When I've been doing my white collar box and I have to skip Caroline, you skip three skippers. Brilliant. Anybody else have a favorite game growing up? Marbles. Thank you. Anybody else have a favorite game growing up? Peary and Whip. Okay, fantastic. I don't really know what that is, but you can tell me later. And maybe I can learn that as a game. Anybody else have a favorite game growing up? French cricket? Hide and seek? Fantastic. Anybody else, Boyd? Table soccer? Sabudio? Okay, and... Oh, Patricia's a tree climber? Let's see what you learn about people on a Sunday morning. Well, we all had favorite games growing up. And for me, there was one game that trumped them all. And you have got a little bit of a piece of it this morning, and it was Lego. Now, I have to admit my favorite game to play actually still is Lego, because I've never really grown up. In fact, during the year when we were doing 12 days of summer in Botanic Primary, we were helping out at the breakfast club, serving the kids juice and biscuits. But every morning that it was my turn to be there, I made sure that I was one of the first there. Because the first thing to come out of the cupboard wasn't the food, but the teachers would lay out the Lego for the kids to play with. And every morning that I was there, it became a competition between me and the children that I was supposed to be serving as to who could get to the Lego first. Not only who could get to the Lego first, but who could build the biggest structure with the Lego, opportunities to build towers, opportunities to build bridges, opportunities to build tunnels and trucks to go through them, 
And maybe if it was an adventurous December morning, there was the opportunity to try making an animal. Have you ever tried to make a giraffe out of a piece of Lego? Well, if I do it, it doesn't look quite realistic. Have you ever tried to make an elephant out of Lego? And even if you managed, like me, a couple of weeks ago to get to the Titanic Center in town, you will have seen that there was actually, wait for it, the stuff of my dreams, a Lego exhibition. There were whole cities built out of Lego. There was Belfast built out of Lego. There was St. Paul's Cathedral made out of Lego. There were the pyramids built out of Lego. And if you're a little bit sad like me, you can go home and look on the Lego website and you can see all the pictures of these things that people had built. But the question still arises. This morning, if you were one of the first 100 through the door, see, it pays to be early. If you were one of the first 100 through the door, you will have received a piece of Lego. Who else got a piece of Lego? Wave it in the air. Fantastic. Lots of Lego about the place. And I'm sure this morning as you came in and got that piece of Lego, you thought, goodness, what's Jonathan on about now? What does that piece of Lego symbolize? What am I supposed to do with it? Well, those are all good questions for which I still don't have an answer. But the thing about Lego is that if you are to find one piece of Lego lying on the floor, it seems sort of pretty insignificant, doesn't it? Because in one sense, if this tiny piece of Lego makes its way back to the container, well, that's great. And if it doesn't, well, who cares? It's only one piece out of 120, isn't it? It's only a small fraction. It doesn't really count. No one will miss it. So we can just sort of ignore it. You'd hardly miss it. And I think, in fact, if I was that piece of Lego all alone in the middle of this big sea of blue carpet this morning, I might also feel like I was quite in significance. Because the dictionary, I normally have to go to the dictionary to find out what most words mean. And significance in the dictionary is defined as the quality of being important or regarded as having great meaning. Lego. Significant. Great meaning, I think not. And I bet if you're anything like me, you have had days when you feel like that tiny little piece of Lego in the middle of a blue sea of carpet. Because sometimes, sometimes left to ourselves, we can feel pretty insignificant. But this morning when we find ourselves in a community, whether that be the community of our families or indeed the community of church here in Fitzroy, we are part of something more. And we have the opportunity to be part of something significant. So this morning, I want you to look at your bit of Lego. Feel free to build something with that bit of Lego with the people in your pew. Like the kids' song at the start of the service, there will not be a prize for the best structure, but you will get a clap for effort. Okay, and as you're doing that, as you're engaging with each other, I'm going to continue talking because I want us to learn four key lessons about Lego. Now, I'm glad Gary Burnett's not here because this morning is kind of Pauline theology encounters the gospel according to Lego. 
There's a lesson I was never taught at Union College. But the first lesson that I want us to remember this morning is that every piece of Lego is a gift. Because as you came into church this morning, somebody handed you that piece of Lego. I don't know what you you did with it. Maybe you have it still, as I can see many of you do. Maybe you thought, oh, I'm too old for Lego. I'll give that to one of the young people. They'll have more fun with it. But the gift was the piece of Lego that you received. And some of you may have looked at that piece of Lego and thought to yourself, well, really, that's not worth very much. But as we come to our reading in Romans chapter 12 this morning and verse 6, we learn that God has given us each gifts, that he has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. Judging from the front here, one of Chris's natural abilities is to build Lego structures. But each of us has been given a gift from God. And what we do with that gift is what counts. So each of us is a gift. But this morning also, each of us, as we meet here, are part of something bigger. Because when you look at this piece of Lego all by itself and all alone, really, it ain't doing much. But when you start to get the Lego and you start to put piece to piece to piece to piece, you discover that actually you can indeed build something awesome. But within that awesome structure, each of the individual pieces has its part to play. Each of those pieces contributes to the other piece. Kids of all ages and Jonathans of all ages, well, Jonathan, this Jonathan of all ages, knows that the best thing you can ever give someone that loves Lego is indeed more Lego because you can build something bigger and no piece of Lego is ever wasted. And that's exactly what we're learning this morning in Romans chapter 12, verses 4 to 5 states, just As our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with the body of Christ. We are all parts of the one body, and each of us has different work to do. And since we are all one body in Christ, we belong to each other. All of us help each other with, all of us need to help each other. Paul using the concept of a human body to get across what it means for us today in this place to be and do church. Because parts of the body are great, but if, that, if a part of a body becomes disjointed or removed from the main structure, well, it really can't do much. Hair is great for those of you that have it, but once it's cut, is it really of any use? Nails are wonderful. You can paint them. I don't, but some of you may do on rainy Sunday afternoon, Sunday afternoons. But if you lose a nail, not much use really is it. But when the whole body comes together, when every part plays its part and role, that is when the body functions. Because just as each of us has been given a gift from God, and just as each of us has a significant part to contribute, we all have a role to play. 
in preparation, now I don't know really if I'll get this past session, but in preparation for my sermon this week, I decided to spend some time on the Lego website. Can you imagine all the different kinds of Lego you can get? They don't just come like this. No, 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 no. They come in Harry Potter Lego. They come in Mars Lego. They come in Lego that will cost you hundreds of pounds. Maybe if you were like me and find yourself in Toys R Us yesterday, other retailers are available, you'll discover that Lego really has quite shot up in price. And you will learn that no one can have all the Lego that ever existed. And you will learn that there is no such thing as a spare piece when it comes to Lego. Because as we have been learning in Romans 12, 6 and 8, we read, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. If your gift is prophesying, then use it. If it's serving, serve. If it's teaching, teach. If it's encouraging, encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, contribute. If it's giving generously, then do it. If it's showing mercy, do it cheerfully. Each of us has a role to play. Whether or not we got a tiny, tiny piece of Lego when we came in, or we got a door, or we got a window, or we got one with six bits on it, we all have a role to play. But just as we all have a role to play, this morning as we come to Romans chapter 12, what we also need to remember is that every single piece of Lego is dependent on the other piece. Romans 12 and 5 says, and since we are all one body in Christ, we belong to each other, and each of us needs all the others. Now, as well as looking at the Lego website in preparation for this sermon this morning, I did actually read, which is what you kindly pay me to do with some of my time, and Tony Evans writes this. The beauty of the body of Christ is that it needs ears and noses and all sorts of parts. Every member of an orchestra doesn't play the same instrument, but they all play the same song. Each instrument in the orchestra needs to express the music the conductor has chosen to play. And the body of Christ operates like a good orchestra. Different parts doing their work, producing beautiful music under the direction of the conductor, in the case of the church, Jesus Christ. Because there is unity in the music but there is diversity in the instruments. We need each other this morning. We all have different roles to play. And when we fully engage, when we use our gifts that we have been given, amazing things will happen. So this morning, take your piece of Lego. Take it home with you. Read Romans chapter 12 again. Think of yourself this afternoon as a gift. Think of yourself as part of something bigger and then ask yourself the question, what am I going to do with the peace that I have been given? Two short stories to close. What am I going to do with the peace that I have been given? There once that sounds a bit like a fairy tale. There once was a Sunday school teacher in Boston named Edward 
Kimball. And he taught his Sunday school class every single week, week in and week out. But one day, he decided to visit one of the Sunday school children in his uncle's shop. And he went there to talk to the boy just to see if the little boy was fully grasping everything that he had been telling him. And when he got there, the boy said yes, and he told the Sunday school teacher how during being part of the Sunday school class, he had given his life to Christ. And it turns out that that little boy's name was D.L. Moody, a guy, I'm sure, whose name we recognize, who went from being just someone sitting in a Sunday school class to being a great preacher, someone who was willing to use their gift, the gift that God had given to them. So, D.L. Moody. On the other hand, a quote from Rick Warren. He writes this, if we can ever awaken and unleash the massive talent, resources, and creativity and energy lying dormant in the typical local church Christianity will explode with growth at an unprecedented rate. I wonder this morning, as we have built our structures, as we have looked at the peace, as we have thought about the peace that we play, are we ready to unleash it and see what God is going to do with it? Because you see, just like I dropped this tiny piece of Lego at the start of this sermon, and it seemed pretty insignificant, this morning, I'm just going to keep it. I'm going to keep it in my pocket. And I am going to remember every time, and I encourage you to do the same, that every time I look at my piece of Lego, I'm going to remember that I've been given a gift. I'm going to remember this morning that I'm part of something bigger. I'm going to remember this morning that I have a role to play. And this morning... I'm going to remember that I'm dependent on all the other pieces that make me who I am. So the challenge as we leave here, what this morning are you going to do out of Romans chapter 12 with the peace that God has given to you? So often in church, we just run from one thing to the next without taking time to reflect. But this morning, I want us to take some time. David and Richard are going to come and play, and we're going to just sit, let our eyes fall shut, as Steve would say, or leave them open if you wish. Look at your piece of Lego, handle it, think about it, and ask yourself those questions. May this period of time begin a process. May it begin an opportunity for you to begin to think and reflect in the days and weeks and months that lie ahead. How can I build on the peace that God has given to me? So let's just take some time to be still. Heavenly Father, in a world of busyness, so, ta- so, so often it's hard to take time out. So often it's hard to think about who we are in you and what you're calling us to be. Yet we come this morning into your presence with the ears that are listening. We pray that you would speak to us. We pray this morning that if we are here feeling insignificant, that we will leave here knowing 
that we are indeed a gift that has been given from you to others, and you have given us gifts. This morning, if we feel isolated and alone, we pray that we would know that we are part of something bigger. We pray this morning that we are, if we are struggling to know where to connect, that you would let us know that we are all dependent upon each other. And this morning, we pray that you would help us see what our role in building your kingdom, just like a Lego structure here on earth, is like. So challenge us, inspire us, and encourage us. Help us to see a vision of what you're building and to slot our peace into it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.